Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3 with your host, Dan Jason, where we are committed to empowering people in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Be sure to visit ef3life.com. In episode one, I discussed and gave a broad overview of the EF3 platform. You got to know me a little bit and how EF3 was born. Today, I want to discuss a really important topic. It's something that has totally changed my life, and it can radically change yours, but it certainly is not easy. Today's episode will be diving into life with an all-in mentality, because there's no other way to pursue life to the fullest than putting all of our chips on the table. See, life is much like a poker game. Each of us are sitting at a table, and we'd be dealt a certain hand. Some of those cards are really favorable, and some are not so good. Others lay in the middle somewhere. But like a card game, or sitting at the poker table, it's important for us to decide how are we going to play our hand. See, you might be out there thinking, you know, Dan, I've been dealt a bad deal. Some cards have come my way that are just unfair. Yep, me too. And that's part of life. But how we play that hand has everything to do with where we're going to go. How far we're going to get. What kind of potential we're able to live out with our life. Today's the day that you could change the way that you play your hand. And the interesting thing is, our approach will change everything. When all of our chips are on the table, when we push that stack to the middle, instead of folding, when things get tough, when we go all in, that relentlessness, that pursuit, will help us to go places that we possibly never imagined we could go. It's a mindset, it's a mentality, it's an approach to life. Education, faith, fitness, and finance. All of these things are extremely important when it comes to an all-in mentality. There's no better way than going all-in than with the heroic minute. Some of you might have heard of this before, but it's something that can change the game. The heroic minute refers to the encouraging words from St. Jose Maria, Escriva, who said, conquer yourself each day from the very first moment, getting up on the dot at a fixed time without yielding a single minute to laziness. The heroic minute is all about that alarm clock rings. You turn the alarm clock off, you get up out of bed and you make your bed within a minute and you're ready to go for the day. Oh no, that doesn't sound like you, does it? Well, times can change. And I'm not saying that we can't relax and enjoy life because that's really what life is about. Living life to the fullest. Life to the fullest is about pursuing the best life possible. But on a day-to-day basis, going all in, it's really, really crucial how we start. Benjamin Franklin is quoted to have said, early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. 
Well, when you rise early in the morning, when you get up out of bed, ready to attack the day, it sets a tone for everything that you're going to encounter. A lot of times people will say, well, it's not about how we start, it's about how we finish. Although I agree in terms of the long run in life, because life is a marathon, sometimes our start, getting out of the gates, didn't happen so smoothly or so quickly, or in the way that we have liked it. However, the way we start today, today, that is super important. Because when you take the approach day by day, when you have the all-in mindset and mentality, you no longer are a victim. You no longer are waiting for things to happen. But instead, you're the victor. You're the one who is chasing down the things that you desire. You have a hunger that grows within you. When you get up out of bed in the first minute, you make your bed, and then you go downstairs and have a bite to eat. You crush a workout and maybe even pray it up. You can do all of that before even stepping out the door to go to work. Wow. You already accomplished three things before anybody else even saw you besides for the people in your house. Then you go into the workplace ready to take on whatever comes your way with a pep in your step, ready to take down the day, to slay the day, to make it yours. See, productivity keeps us going. It keeps us on track. It keeps us motivated. But we have to invigorate that spirit within us because it's pretty easy to just fall off and slide off and go the other direction. Lately, the sports world within the past year has lost one of the greatest, Kobe Bryant. What I've always admired about Kobe Bryant is his Mamba mentality. Being a former educator, working in the inner city schools with kids and being a basketball coach, everybody loved Kobe. Three, two, one, Kobe! Nothing but net. Well, it wasn't that easy for Kobe. See, growing up wasn't so easy for Kobe. He had to go through a lot of difficulties, a lot of challenges. And then when he even became a pro out of high school, so people to understand is they all want that victory. They all want to stand on the top of the podium. They want the trophy in hand. They want the championship ring on the finger. And sports are a great analogy for life. We all want that promotion. We want to become the top of our class. We want to be able to be the CEO or the owner. We want to be the best in the field. We want all the accolades, all the awards, all the credit. We want all the glory. But how many of us truly want to do whatever it takes to get there? Mama mentality is just about that. It's about going after what you desire with a relentlessness that does not stop, that does not quit, that will run through a wall because you know what's on the other side and you want to get it. It's about attacking life. Kobe Bryant woke up at 4.30 a.m. in the morning and he was 
in elementary school and middle school. He would go out on the basketball court. He would work out. He would get ready for school, go through his day, come back, and do another two or three sessions going to bed well after dark. But a lot of people don't see that. They see the pro, the athlete, the CEO, the person who is in the movies, people who have achieved such great success, but they don't know what it took to get there. They haven't seen the road. It's time for you to start paving your own road. It's time for you to start chasing down your dreams and make them a reality. Michael Phelps, 23 gold medals. Jack Nicholas, 18 majors in golf. Richard Petty, seven NASCAR championships. Serena Williams, 39 Grand Slam titles. Tom Brady, six Super Bowl rings. The greats, Willie Mays and Hank Aaron in baseball and, of course, the GOAT. Everybody knows who that is. Michael Jordan. Everybody wants to be like Mike. Recently, I watched The Last Dance an amazing documentary on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls in the 1998 season, the final season of MJ's career with the Bulls. What I loved about it was the authenticity and even the vulnerability. Michael Jordan able to share his story and his teammates sharing the truths behind that last dance, that last season. Why I admire Michael Jordan so much is because he was willing to do what it took to be great, just like the others that I've listed. Michael Jordan said, I've always believed that if you put in the work, the results will come. See, this is something that I relay to my students in school. Because it applies to us in every facet of our life, whether we're talking about education, faith, fitness, or finance, no matter what area we want to achieve it, we have to be willing to do what it takes and put in the work. Greatness is not made overnight, people. No one gets to the top of the mountain without the climb. And I'm willing to bet along the climb, along the way, When you're trying to get to the peak, when you're trying to summit, there's going to be bumps. There's going to be obstacles. You're going to slip. You're going to fall. But are you going to get back up and keep going? Or are you just throwing this out and say enough is enough and it's not worth it? See, it's up to you. It's up to you to decide if you really want to get to the top of the mountain. If you really want to achieve that goal, if you really want to make that dream a reality. The climb is where we grow. The climb is where we are stretched and how we change. That is what builds true character. Everybody wants to stand at the top. But not everybody is willing to climb to get there. Having a relentless pursuit and a no-quit mentality is about what all-in and having an all-in attitude is centered upon. So you can't just go halfway with things. 
You're either all in or you're not. That's reality. You can't just do a mediocre job. Well, I guess you can, but you're not going to get too many places. I really learned this lesson in an exponential way in my journey to college basketball. Growing up, I was a great athlete in Germantown, New York. Best player on all of my high school teams. Even earlier on, as a kid, athletics were very natural to me. And I did like to practice, but I didn't have to practice a ton to be really good in whatever sport I decided to pursue. However, being a big fish in a little pond, I soon got a cold, harsh reality check. When I went off to college and I tried out for the basketball team my freshman year, and I was cut. Didn't make it. Wasn't good enough. But see, the story doesn't end there. Like Michael Jordan, who was cut from his high school team, we can do one of two things. We can either face it and say, this is my reality, or we could change our reality by doing something different. See, how bad do you want it? Well, I really wanted to be on that team. Not only did I want to be on that team, my goal was to eventually become the captain of that team, and that would happen. But it didn't happen overnight. The relentless pursuit began that day when the coach told me, Dan, you are not good enough and you will not be on this team. I took that personally. Instead of being offended in a negative manner, I turn it into a positivity to launch me into a new direction. And you can too. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. You know how the saying goes. So it's up to you. What do you want? What do you desire? Countless workout sessions every day. Running hills, sprints. 500 to 700 jump shots every single day. Cranking in and pumping out workouts in the early morning and late at night. Go back in the fall, show up. It's like, who is this man? You just turned from a boy to a man and it happened in a matter of months. When the coach watched me in open gym, I didn't even have to try out for the team. He gave me a spot. By the time I became a senior, I was captain of the team. We went on to beat Syracuse University as a Division II program. See, life is all about approach. If you want it bad enough, you will go after it. If you don't, don't even bother trying. Faith also has to have an all-in approach. If we just go through the motions in our faith life, if once in a while we decide to think about God or pray, if from time to time I decide, yeah, I guess I'll go to church, maybe I'll pick up my Bible, 
we're only going to know God a little bit. But he pursues us with everything. He wants the best for us in every phase of our life. That's what life to the fullest is about. In Revelation 3, 15 through 16, it says, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. Wow. That sounds a little bit harsh. I'm not going to lie. But see, we can't be lukewarm in life. We can't be lukewarm in our faith. We have to have that red burning hot desire. Because when we pursue God, He will transform our life. He will change our hearts. He will turn our direction around. When we go all in with our faith, we're able to trust amongst the most turbulent and trying times. We're able to rejoice with greater jubilation and joy during the moments that excite us and bring us happiness. And we're able to share in this journey with other people because God is relational and he wants us to be able to connect with others. So not only our lives have more joy, meaning, value, and purpose, but so that we could be a blessing and pour out that blessing to others. In Isaiah 29, 13, the Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. So I'm asking you, are you going through the motions in your faith life? Are you maybe just showing up out of obligation? Or is your heart really all in? Here's the thing. If your heart is not all in yet, it's okay. But today is the day that it can change. Just by merely thinking about God, by thanking Him for His blessings, by just starting little by little, one step at a time, by saying a simple prayer when you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the floor, thank you, God, for this day. And before you go to bed at night, thanking Him for the blessings that you receive, your life will change. And before you know it, you'll be starting to see things with a different lens, a different perspective, and a different mentality because you'll notice and recognize God throughout your day. Commitment is the key every day, time in and time out, one day at a time. Education has always been something that's super important to me, as I mentioned previously, being a teacher for nearly a decade. And when I was going through school, it wasn't always easy for me either. We all want the degree, we want the GPA, we all want to get that great job that will help us to be quote unquote successful. We want to be able to earn money to provide for our family. Well, I wasn't the smartest kid in my class growing up, and things didn't come naturally to me, but 
I learned that hard work pays off. When you study for hours and hours, it will pay off. And it's interesting because when you practice, it becomes addicting. It becomes addicting because you're seeing results, tangible takeaways, and it makes it worth it. In college, I had a take foreign language and I struggled with it. It was really difficult for me. Latin and then Spanish, and no way was I going to pull greater than a C if I just tried to coach. But C is not good enough. I was determined through countless tutoring sessions, working with both of my professors, through going to the library and studying for hours on end. I was finally able to achieve an A minus. But my goal was to get that 4.0. And in my junior year, having fallen short because of an A minus, my spring semester, sophomore year, one year previous, I finally achieved it. And then I would never look back. Now, I mentioned this to you, not to be braggadocious, but to encourage you that when you have a goal, when you pursue it, when you go after it, it can totally and radically change the game because you went all in. The card you might be dealt might not be the best, but you can decide how you're going to play that hand. Keep after it. Keep going. Keep pursuing it. Don't talk about it, people. Be about it. What are you going to do to chase down your goals? Are you on the hunt? Or are you being hunted? And then there's fitness. Keeping ourselves healthy, keeping ourselves strong, keeping ourselves looking the way that we desire. I don't want to. I'm, I'm just not feeling it today. You know, it's not worth it. I'm not seeing any results. Does this sound like you? Has this been the way that you thought in the past? Maybe it has or maybe it has not, but I'll tell you one thing. Fitness is an area that you can exponentially change your life in a way because it will infuse in you one word. A word that people cringe over. A word that is almost taboo. And that word is discipline. Discipline. Oh, people hate discipline. Stop throwing yourself a pity party. Come on and get moving. Today, maybe it's a walk around the block. Tomorrow, perhaps it's two laps. A week from now, you're up to a mile. A month later, two miles. And a year later, you're running a 5K. Life is a marathon and not a sprint, but we have to start somewhere and do something. We're just sitting around and waiting for it to happen. It's not going to. Before you know it, time passes. And what has happened? Chip away little by little. The hardest thing about all of this, about the all-in mentality is to begin. You must pull the trigger. You got to get it started. You got to get out of the gates and get yourself moving. David Goggins, former Marine, fitness enthusiast, ultra marathon runner, triathlete, 
talks about the accountability mirror. I love this. This is something that I use. The accountability mirror is jotting down something on a sticky note and putting it on your mirror that you can see every day. Your goal, your pursuit. What do you desire? And when you look at yourself in the mirror and you stare it down and you see your reflection looking back at you, what do you see? Who do you see? And who do you want to be? Because the mirror doesn't lie. Especially when it comes to fitness. The mirror doesn't lie. When you look at your face and you can tell, am I truly happy? Is there joy in my spirit? You could try to put on a facade. But there's no two-facing life when you look in the mirror. Who do you want to become? Yeah, perhaps we can't change the past, but the future has limitless potential. Limitless potential. The ceiling is high. It's time to get after it. So I encourage you in your fitness journey to start somewhere. Chart your workouts. Not only look in the accountability mirror, but have an accountability partner. Have somebody that you can trust that will continue to push you. And before you know it, you'll be that one pushing other people so they can live a full and abundant life. So they can be happy. So they can see themselves and feel good on the outside and on the inside. Take an online class. Develop a way to keep yourself motivated. Remember what is your why why are you going after that goal why have you decided to try to better yourself and your mind through education why have you decided to become better when it comes to your health and well-being why have you decided to ignite and light the spark of faith that might have been laying dormant for a time period. Or maybe it's already fairly strong, but you want it to take off to the next level. Why do you desire to work harder, to work smarter, To be more diligent with your finances. Why are you going to save your money instead of spending it all? What is your why? And for some of you out there, who is your why? If you're not willing to do it for yourself, who are you willing to do it for? This is your life. If you have kids or people you love... You could be doing it for them, but after all, you're not going to keep doing it if you're not doing it for you. It's time for us to circle the wagons and go all in. There's only one way to live. And that's with passion. That's with zeal. That's with vigor. Your hand has been dealt. Now it's time for you to play the game. 
You can either fold up or you could push your chips to the center of the table. You could be bold. You could be great. Go after it. I say, why not? The only person that is limiting yourself in your life is you. Sure, there are situations and circumstances we all face, and they will come to us again. But if you want to get to the top of the mountain, you got to start the climb. And that climb starts at the bottom. Although that top looks really tall and it looks daunting, it happens one day, one step, one achievement, little by little, you start the ascent. Again, some of us have been dealt better hand of cards, so to speak, from the beginning, but we control how we're going to play the hand. Ungovern your mind. If we can conquer the mind and reprogram ourselves to understand, we can and we will. We can and we will. That's an all-in mentality. Wow. Taking that approach, our lives are about to radically change. Wake up in the morning. Start the day off right. Your challenge today is to begin tomorrow with the heroic minute. I challenge you to conquer the day by starting it out the right way. And instead of hitting the snooze button, to wake up when the alarm clock rings and to get up and get after it. I guarantee you, by starting the day with this heroic minute, by making your bed, by having a decent breakfast, by getting a good workout in, you've already done three things when you give thanks to God before you even step out the door. And it's going to set the tone, set a precedent for your day. The best part is that this routine becomes ingrained in you. Discipline at the time is never enjoyable to anybody. However, it yields a fruit of righteousness. The results come by doing. It starts with a thought and then it leads to an action. Positivity is one step away. My hope is that this week you'll continue your pursuit of life to the fullest. That you'll take this all-in approach and understand it's well worth it. This podcast was brought to you by EF3. Make sure to visit ef3life.com to gain access to books and resources authored by your host, Dan Jason, to further grow in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Continue to follow us at EF3 on social media. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Have a great day, everybody, and keep pursuing life to the fullest.